Welcome to your Social Jack Weekly Influence Factory. Introducing your coaches, Dean Delisle and Jackson Delisle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a uh, father and son team today. We do miss Kate today. She is uh, out with the flu, but I know she's out there on social media. So we always encourage uh, everybody to uh, to uh, uh, sort of show a little love to Kate and the team on social media. So welcome to another uh, exciting episode of Influence Factory. There's Jackson. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. I see all those lights blinking. Is everything in good order back there? Yes, it is. That's what we like to hear. All right. Don't forget, if you want to play with our team on social media and you want to keep up with the hottest, latest news tips, uh, go to uh, Get Social Jack, uh, hashtag Influence Factory, and we will uh, help uh, give you some shout outs and some uh, care on the show here and have some fun. So, and that's what this is all about. Learning should be fun. It should be experiential. And our goal is that you walk away with a nugget or two that you can put into action immediately to help with your influence. And uh, we're going to get to today's guest in just a minute. Uh, but first, we want to welcome everybody. We have a ton of new people uh, on this week. So just want to give a shout out to you. And also uh, um, uh, to all the people that have been with us over the years. I see a ton of new names in here. I see a ton of uh, uh, good friends out there. Look, even George Miller's in the house. Uh, that's awesome to have uh, have you on, George? So, um, anyway, good to see you, Jerry Trebuzio. We have Hank Conrad, a lot of people that have been with us over the years. So, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, real quick, uh, to maximize your learning, we always say turn off your cell phone or just flip it over unless we're having you reference it. Close your email, take tons of notes, and tune in. And we promise you're going to learn something super cool, super quick. Okay, and then real quick for those of you that are engaging, right? So we want you to engage with us. So uh, remember that if you have audio problems, I know many of you call in. Um, uh, I know many of you are, uh, uh, you know, mobile on the mobile app. Go to webinar has a mobile app, and a lot of you listen to us on the different channels of podcasts. So uh, Jackson, uh, tell everybody where they can download the podcast afterwards. Ready? Go. Fast. <clears throat> So you can download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. You can watch the recording on YouTube. And those are our biggest ones right now. So that's the uh, main platforms you can download from. Yeah. And don't forget about good old Stitcher, those of you that are on Stitcher. Oh, yeah. too. All right. So uh, with that being said, we have a questions area. With a lot of you have been engaging in, so we want to thank Shirley and George and others that are already typing messages in there. But remember, the secret of being a successful influencer is your engagement. So real quick, super quick, I want to know who your favorite musician or rock band or, or you know, a musical group is right now. Type that in right now. So if you were to pick your favorite uh, sort of, uh, you know, the, the music that you follow the most, we have Rolling Stones, Earth, Wind & Fire, uh, low cash. <laughs> I don't know if, if Shirley's saying right now low cash is when she has low cash or if that's a band. Uh, Bono U2, Queen, Nick Cave, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Crowder. Metallica. Jackson, who do you pick? Oh, I would have to say probably ACDC. That was probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. 
So I raised, I, I raised you right. Wrigley Field. So ACDC, I'm right up there with you. Eric Clapton, Justin Timberlake. I actually did a post in a secret music group. And for you music lovers, hit me offline and I'll get you in this music group. But it's it's by musicians. So it's super cool. And uh, I posted Ian Hunter. Does anybody remember Ian Hunter but me? But man, that was... Uh, uh, I'm not going to start singing it. Andy goes, yes, I do. So, oh, Andy said his first ACDC, his first concert was ACDC age 14, rock and roll. <laughs> oh, and Toby Mac uh, has a vote in here. All right. Well, you guys are engaging. You're rocking and rolling. So let's get on with the program. So Social Jack members, do not forget, we just posted. Jackson, what was the latest thing you just posted in there? It was a cool worksheet. Oh, it was our uh, new video tip sheet from your smartphone. So basically, it just walks you through every single step of the way on how to shoot a good quality video from your smartphone. So no more need to worry about that because Social Jack team's here guiding you through it. Right on, right on. And don't forget, you get free coaching in there. So if you just go to the coaching hotline, type in your coaching questions, we'll get back to you within 24 hours. There's over uh, 250 uh, classes, videos, uh, downloads, and all, all kinds. So please make sure, please make sure you get in and join, join us there at Social Jack. Um, and you also get discount codes. So check your message box because we give secret flash discount codes in there, okay? So make sure you uh, rock and roll on that. So uh, real quick, a couple next uh, webinars. We have an online class, Building a Powerful Social Network, The Secret to Unlimited Referrals. This is on 2.15, the day after Valentine's Day next week. So please make sure we have a pretty full class, but if you want to get in, you just use your SJ10 to get an additional 10% off. I think that class uh, we're running is only $49, so it's uh, not a bank breaker, but it will help you generate referrals. Okay, upcoming uh, networking event on 227. A lot of you know uh, Scott Katoon, uh, the uh, CEO of uh, Technori. Um, he has uh, the largest podcast in Chicago downloaded from WGN. He works with startups. He's going to actually share his path to influence live in Chicago Tuesday, February 27th. And you guys... Uh, uh, you guys always ask us to repeat our influence influence workshop, so our influencer development workshop. So real quick, I'm just going to put this up. You're going to have to click fast on your screen. Do you want to be on the, the waiting list? Because we haven't announced these because there's only 50 seats in each one, and it's live here in Chicago. So quick, look at your screen. There's a blue box. Click on what you want. We're going to leave this up for 30 seconds. Okay, so if you want to be on the waiting list, hit, hit us here or make sure you email us if you're listening to the podcast, although it might be sold out. We're gonna release this tomorrow, but you guys are guaranteed a spot in here if you wanna be here and you are in Chicago and wanna join us, okay? I know we have people from all over, but uh, there you go. Okay, there's our 30 seconds, and it looks like 55% of you are coming. Good job. Okay, let's rock and roll. Oh, and another uh, webinar on 3-8. Uh, actually, uh, online class, how to be a business influencer and then monetize your network. So next, we're going to teach you how to build the network. Then we're going to have one on how to monetize the network. <clears throat> All right, super cool, Jackson. All right, quickly, got to get through the news. We got a hot guest on today. So, uh, Jackson, you had this managing your brand's Facebook page in 2018. Now, Kate usually does the news. Are you okay with this? Yes, I'm fine. Okay, good. All right. So, uh, what did you what did you like about this in terms of managing your brand's Facebook page in 2018? 
So I really like this because instead of just telling us about the newest updates that uh, Facebook has made to their uh, news feed, which that's the majority of the articles that I've been seeing is just all about the news feed. So yeah. this one really talked about how to move past the news feed and how to really just engage in a more genuine and authentic way. So that, that was really amazing. And the links for this will be in the follow-up email along with the recording. So all of our news will be sent through there. So um, another good thing about this article was that um, you sh uh, it talked about, you know, whether you should be using promoted posts or uh, Facebook ads and, you know, what type of companies do best with which one. So that was really cool as well. And yeah, uh, something cool. we always talk about, you know, creating dialogue and asking questions to your audience, making that personal connection. So that was really cool. So a lot of people, a lot of you get overwhelmed when we report on this. So let's just have a quick tip here. So uh, when you're online and, you know, we give you a system, all of you have taken the system for 20 minutes a day, you know, what to do in 20 minutes a day. So at the very least, what we want you to do is make sure that you connect with the people that are following you or in your network. And in that 20 minutes a day, sometimes a simple like or comment or thank you or gratitude post, just acknowledging your network or someone in your network literally just takes a few minutes. And we all have these devices that we can't seem to get our eyeballs off of. So we want you to really, uh, you know, Think about how easy it is to do that thank you, that like, that comment, but focus on the people that you're in partnership with or you're already doing business with, and, and it will help you really kick up your influence. I'm telling you, it will create thought leadership. So Jackson will send out the whole article on this, and then, of course, we have... I love this one and I know George is going to be all over it too, but 50 plus content marketing stats to guide your 2018 strategy. So I'm going to just, uh, Jackson, just in the interest of time, I'm going to pick something I thought was cool in here that I just didn't realize until you found this article. But um, I didn't realize that there are so many people behind on content marketing. I mean, you know, we do that for a living, so I guess it's tough, but uh, we have so many people that are coming to us, but I didn't realize that, that, you know, marketers were so behind in content marketing. What else did you see in here that sort of jumped out at you? Uh, my biggest thing was actually the three um, bullet points at the top of the page were just the fact that um, there's only, you know, the 91% of uh, business to B2B uh, marketers use content marketing. So that's a good chunk of people. And same with the one right below that, 85%. Yeah, 86% of uh, B2C marketers use content marketing, and that, that's also, you know, a large number. But there's so many people that are behind in that because you take that and you look at all the people that are actually in influencer, or, um, I'm sorry, uh, content marketing, and, you know, 85%, that's a big number, but that 30% or that, you know, 20%, that that's also a pretty large number of people when you think about it on the large scheme of things that aren't even on board with this. And we've been doing content marketing for 15 years. So these marketers, I don't know why. And I've heard people say, we're going to pull it from the budget. And I just don't get it, man. It's uh, the world lives and breathes on content. So super cool. So good articles, Jackson. Remember, everybody, we will make sure uh, that you get uh, this um, sent to you uh, in your follow-up email. So really quick, this week's lesson before we get on with our guest. So... Um, 
we always talk about a BHAG. Does anybody know online here what a BHAG is? I know a lot of you uh, dial in and uh, can't type in, and we don't want you to do that if you're uh, if you're late. But do you know what a BHAG is? You know, we talked about goals and objectives, and we do a big uh, workshop on this. So. Um, Let's see. It <laughs> feels like an inappropriate thing, says Kate. Yes. So Len, <laughs> Len, actually, we're going to give an extra Starbucks gift card. Len was the first one to type it in here. But Len said it. It's a big, hairy, audacious goal. So what I want you to, I want you to tell us is what is what is your biggest, biggest goal for you? So as an influencer, we do all this work, our 20 minutes a day, we're posting, we're connecting, we're really jamming with people. What is it for you that could be the biggest outrageous goal for the year? Like for me, I want to launch, uh, Jackson, you know about this. I want to launch our digital citizenship as a foundation to schools worldwide. And I want that to happen this year where we can help our youth be our future leaders be better digital citizens, right? So we have it in a small scale right now. I have a big, hairy, audacious goal that somebody's going to come along, give us a ginormous check and help us launch it out of the gate. So what is it for you that drives you, that really creates that emotion? Because influencers, what makes influencers so fascinating is they have a personal story, but they have big vision and big goals. So claim your big, big, your big, uh, sort of hairy audacious goal here so we can support you in that okay so uh so so anyway this is something that we want you to think about type it in claim it own it tell everybody in your network to help support you on it and we really want you going for it this year okay and everything that george is going to tell you we want you to actually you know use to move you toward those big hairy audacious goals is everybody in this with me is everybody motivated to really make 2018 the most amazing year yet right so let's make this happen so with without further ado i want to bring on george b thomas man uh, so george uh uh, I've been around with uh, running around with George for a few years now. He's my video Jedi. He's also the go-to person in my hubs of HubSpot for uh, my network. He's certified in social media marketing and inbound marketing, which I'm sure he'll tell us what that is. <laughs> and he's recently gone through some cool stuff. So George, thank you for being on with us, man. It's an honor. Uh, Dean, I appreciate it. I, I cannot wait to do a value mic drop when this is all over. <laughs> Amen, brother. And you know what's funny about this? A lot of folks are in uh, the frozen, what we call Chiberia, which is Chicago, and it's very cold. <laughs> uh, and you are uh, re reporting where today? I am, I am a little south of Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's Ooh. warm yet rainy today, but it's okay. all good. Okay, good. Well, we'll try to send you some cooler if you promise to send us some warmer. So. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I don't know if I if I have that power, but I I will attempt to make you guys happy. Right on, man. Well, listen, you 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 know, there's so many things. You know, I, I we talked about this earlier that um, I've always thought of you as somebody that I admire that has always held your personal brand true. But but just give us a, a snapshot of you, what drives you, what makes you pop, and, and, and maybe a little bit of how you just got here. Yeah, man, <laughs> Dean, that's a story. But let me just talk a little bit about me and what drives me, because I think that's the most important part of this conversation. How I got here, we might circle back around to that. But um, who I am, uh, father, four children, one wife, 
Uh, anyway, um, I do content marketing, inbound marketing. I do video marketing. I love being on the socials because I love being social, which ties back to three words that I try to let every audience that I talk to know about. And that is for me, when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, I focus on these three words and, and they are simply this, that I try to be uh, a happy, helpful human. And there's a fourth one that I focus in on that I don't talk about a lot. And that is that with that, I also stay humble, right? But for sure, it's about being a happy, helpful human. No matter if I'm doing content marketing, no matter if I'm doing inbound marketing, no matter if I'm doing video marketing, no matter if I'm going to the grocery store to pick up a ham and a loaf of bread, I'm trying to be that happy, helpful human all along the way. And, and what happens with that, when that's your focus, you start to hear things from people like, man, you're authentic, you're transparent. We truly get who you are. We understand you. Trust you. Yeah, we trust you, which by the way, you'll probably hear me say this again. We're all in the business of trust. Like you might be a doctor, you might be a lawyer, you might be a, a grocery store, whatever. You're in the business of trust, whatever else you think you are. And also you should be a media company that happens to sell some things. Anyway, I'm diving in <laughs> way too deep. The, the bottom line to this first part of what makes me tick is that it's not a game. It's not a strategy. It's not a tactic. It's just simply how I'm going to live my life, whether it be online or offline. And so what you see is what you get. One other piece of this that is highly important for all the listeners and viewers to understand is that it's rooted in the basis of lifetime learning. Every day I'm like, what can I learn today? How can I make myself one micro step better to the macro person that I'm trying to achieve before I hit the checkout uh, and go to wherever it is that I end up going when this is all said and done. So uh, lifelong learner, happy, helpful human. That's really what makes me tick. Yeah, I love that. And uh, don't forget, folks, uh, well, Jimmy Z said in here, he feels the love and the fact that you care. So he felt that in your in who you are. So that is super cool. Yep. And don't forget, folks, if you have questions that you want to put in the queue, uh, we'll take those at the end. So don't hesitate to engage. Absolutely. Um, so I like the lifelong learning. You know, you heard me talk about my BHAG. Uh, what's your BHAG? I, I have to ask. So, you know, as everybody was typing theirs in here, I'm sort of thinking about, I forgot to ask you that earlier. What's your BHAG? Yeah, my big, hairy, audacious goal is to actually put a dent in my side of the universe. And let me explain what I mean by that. Um, and, and it kind of goes back to where I came from and how I got here, uh, which I'm sure we'll cover here in a minute. But uh, I want to do a hundred of these types of podcasts. I want to be on a stage 500 times. I want to uh, be able to consult with as many people when it comes to video workshops or HubSpot intensive workshops or content marketing workshops. Because for me, the little dent in my universe means if I can change a person, then I can change a company. And if I can change a company, then I can change that community. And I know this sounds really big thinking, but I am a huge believer in the ripple effect. And so it's my job to throw me the stone into the pond and see what that can change. Now it's big, it's hairy, it's audacious because it's not measurable, right? At least not yet, but right. someday it might be measurable. 
Amen. Amen. And we just had a quick side note because, you know, I'm super into uh, superheroes and I see you have a, a few in the background <laughs> and Jim reports in, he goes, he needs some Batman representation, George. So, uh, so anyway, and I'm, a <laughs> yeah, okay. So you can't we can't see him. He, yeah. I've got both, camera. I got both as well, but I am an Avenger at heart. So, <laughs> yeah. So here's, it's, what's funny is that this side of the room is uh, Marvel uh, this side of the room that you can't see is DC. Um, and my wife did a kick butt job on making this just an awesome office. Right, right. And uh, people were asking, what does your shirt say? Do you have a comment about that? It's Gas Monkey Garage. So if you ever <laughs> watch the show or if not, you should check it out. Um, and I just wear T-shirts because it's kind of part of my brand where, you know, the spiked hair, the necklace, the T-shirt. Uh, jeans and dress shoes is usually what you'll find me in unless they tell me that I have to pose for a picture like the one we're looking at on the screen. Then it's always some type of checker pattern. I kid you not, checker pattern. I know. I, I was shocked when you had that shirt on. I don't think I've never not seen you in plaid. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so anyway. Hey, hey, hang on. Watch yeah. this, Dean. Dean, watch this. <laughs> just saying I've, like, I've seen all those <laughs> it's awesome man. okay so so since everybody's typing in their favorite superhero who is who is your one who's the one superhero? Uh, see i'm gonna get crap for this but <laughs> my favorite superhero of all time is aquaman oh awesome man awesome yeah. i'm 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 a Captain America guy. Always have been. Oh, so yeah. we have yeah, Spider-Man yeah. on here. We have Green Lantern, Thor, uh, Batman. Yep. You know, they're they're all coming in. So it's awesome. Absolutely. And and we asked this a few weeks ago. Um, you know, uh, now we're getting on. We're getting a, down a whole rabbit hole here. All these comments <laughs> coming. <laughs> we'll have a special superhero segment panel, and I guarantee you, George is going to be on that. Yeah, better. that'd be fun. Um, all right, let's get into some uh, uh, sort of personal branding things. So. Yeah, uh, you know, because because I've seen you sort of morph into who you are today, and I yeah. think you know you just went through an amazing big switch, which also changed not necessarily. Well, I think you changed it as part of it, but your whole business persona changed. And I always saw you as this branding guy, but then you know, you know, video. You're my video Jedi. You're my HubSpot yep. guy. So tell us a little bit about about sort of your tran transformation, I guess, is what. Yeah, yeah. So this is a great place for how did I get here? Because it really is about the transformation during this process. In 2012, um, I was a web dev guy. I like to do design and development. I worked uh, with an agency. Um, but in 2012, we went uh, to an event. We won tickets to an event called Inbound, where we learned about HubSpot and we learned about this, this new thing called inbound marketing, which inbound marketing is basically content marketing, but they wanted to rename it and write a book about it so that they could capture this piece of the market. Um, and it's very similar to content marketing and lead generation and lead nurturing and all that. But I learned about HubSpot and inbound marketing. And I said to myself, man, this is something that I could do. And I happened to be listening to Gary Vaynerchuk give a keynote. And he was like very inspiring. He pointed up to the, uh, the balcony. I swear he was pointing at me. I know he wasn't. But I was like, I'm going to do this thing. 
And so when we came back uh, from Boston to, at that point, Ohio, I started learning everything about HubSpot, about marketing automation, about lead generation, lead nurturing. And what I really realized is that I wanted to do this thing. And when I said do this thing, I wanted to, and don't take this too tightly, use this loosely. I wanted to be like Gary, meaning I wanted to be on a stage. I wanted to be educating people. I wanted to be inspiring people. And to do that in this space that is inbound marketing or content marketing, I knew that I had to build a brand because literally going from some small town in Ohio where nobody knew me to being able to step on a stage, there's gotta be some type of transformation. So the path for me for that, with being a, a lifelong learner was to start to educate myself on that. There's a place called HubSpot Academy. They have all sorts of certifications. To date, there's 16 possible. I have 15 of them. Uh, I am a HubSpot accredited trainer, which is one of about probably 50 people on the planet. Um, and I don't even work for the company. Um, and so that's the travel that I kind of um, gone, what went down. And so, so if somebody was to ask, who, what is he an expert in? It was HubSpot and marketing automation and inbound marketing up until about roughly 18 months or two years ago um, that was the thing like that's what I taught people on that's what we consulted on I still go out and do workshops which are HubSpot intensive workshops where we teach people how to use the marketing tool and the sales tool that HubSpot provides um, but then we saw this big thing start to happen with video video was yep. always there but about um, 18 months to two years ago, we saw that there was going to be this burst, this transition. It was it was going to be a thing. And so Marcus Sheridan at that time, because I was working for the sales line, um, looked at me and said, hey, you know that HubSpot thing you did where you just like learned everything about it and started teaching people about it? I want you to do that with video. Now pause for a second because I want everybody to understand that a lot of this conversation is about personal branding. And yep. so as I was building up this marketing automation, well, this think, think about it, hold on, think about it in the context yep. of influ being an influencer. Yes. You yes. know, in, yes. included. Thank you. Yeah. People are asking about that. Yep. That's awesome. So when, so when you're thinking about what happened over that first, you know, probably three years, it was that I went from being a, a zero right? Nobody knowing me, not really a zero, but nobody knowing me, not being in the space to being an influencer in the inbound and HubSpot space to the point where HubSpot Academy um, flew me out and they had me be in some of their videos. Um, people were paying for me to go out and do workshops because of the knowledge that I had gained. And um, there was just this brand on social that was George B. Thomas, hashtag GSD, hashtag marketing automation, all this was going on. And so along the way, while I was building my education, I was starting to be an influence in the space. Now, I want everybody on this broadcast to realize that I never set out to be an influencer. Right. I set out to be a person who could offer value. That was my goal. And because I educated myself and executed on that education and became valuable, then I was able to be an influence. So Marcus shared and said, hey, do that thing on video. And so I immediately changed all my YouTube channels. I changed all the blogs that I would start to read. I changed my educational input because I knew that my execution output would have to change. 
And within a six month period, which is really amazing to me because of the personal brand that I had built through marketing automation, HubSpot inbound marketing, and because of the trust, the authenticity, the, the, the transparency that we talked about, the passion that we right. saw that was talked about in the comments. When I started to talk about video, when I started to create videos about video marketing within six months, people were saying, Oh, that's the go-to company, the sales line for video marketing. That's the go-to guy, George B. Thomas or Zach Basner, who is also one of our video trainers. Video Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so my title actually changed to uh, HubSpot and Video Jedi. That was like my official title for the company. And, and so all along the way, it's been a thing of, um, is the brand building? Yes. Um, is influence growing? Yes. Um, but it wasn't a game. It wasn't a tactic. It wasn't a strategy. It was simply, and I'm going to tie back to how I started this, being a lifetime learner, understanding when to pivot and what to be educating myself on to then be able to educate other folks on. And the whole time, remembering to be a happy, helpful human, whether it be textually, whether it be through a podcast, which by the way, we've got a podcast called the Hubcast as well, or it be video-based content. Um, for people to learn from. So, so that's awesome. So, uh, you know, I hope everybody heard the transformation because each and every one of you, I'm looking at Andy, who's getting ready to launch a podcast and other folks on here, uh, Brian's getting ready to do webinars. <clears throat> I'm just looking down the list of, of clients in here with us. And, and so as people are looking to make that shift, um, one of the things I heard you say is that over the course of six months, how soon when you started did you feel your network realize, recognize, and shift with you? How long into that process did it take? Yeah, for us, it was immediate. Like, See, I, because yeah. Yeah, it was immediate because we were already influencing them on what was important as far as marketing automation, lead generation, HubSpot, inbound marketing, content marketing. And so as the influencer, we positioned it as, holy crap, guys, this is something that we see that every business needs to pivot into. If you're going to be an early adopter, come follow us, here we go. And so they just shifted and went with us. Um, and it was it was quite amazing, to be honest, to watch. I mean, here's, here's the thing, Dean, there are so many companies out there that if they decided to pivot from something that is, you know, marketing automation, inbound marketing, to all of a sudden being an agency that is just in like video marketing, it would take them two years, three years, four years to get a foot in that space. Right. For us, we're talking days and weeks <clears throat> and people were like, yeah, let give us more, give us more. And we're like, okay, we will. Yeah. So, um, so in this, um, one of the things I think about is that this is where we teach, <clears throat> we teach a methodology here, George, you might've heard me talk about it in social Jack called social teaming. And this is when you're in partnership with your network. And what yep. I hear you say is that you had a true partnership and great relationship with your network that they trusted wherever you were going to take them, it was going to be great. Yeah. Well, they know that we care. Right. Right. They, they know at, at the end of the day, if you look at one of the core values for the business that was the sales line and the business now that is impact, which we'll talk about, I'm sure on this um, or the personal brand that is George B. Thomas that lived in both of those. The core value was that at the end of the day, we want to add value. At the end of the day, we're not really caring about success. We're, we care about significance. Right? right. There's a big difference. Like, I don't care if I'm su successful. 
I want to be valuable and significant to you as an individual and, and your company. That's the core value. And because of that, if we told them uh, that it was AI that we needed to pay attention to, which not yet, but, but it'll get there. If it was VR, not yet, but we'll get there. Like if, if we said any of those things, by the way, are you playing with chatbots yet? Anyway, if we said <laughs> any of those things, right? Um, they were like, well, these people are down for us. Marcus Sheridan, George B. Thomas, Zach Basner are down for us to be successful. We should listen to them. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so one of the things um, I, I'm just going to uh, sort of float between questions and conversation here because I have I could sit with you for two hours as always, you know, and and uh, just keep <laughs> learning and, and we keep gelling off of each other. Um, yeah. One of the things tactically that people and there's a couple good tactical questions in here. If you were going to tell people to okay, so I'm building my network. Uh, yeah. What social media should I start with? What social media platform should one start with? Yeah, it depends where where your audience is, right? If it's a younger demographic, you're going to go with something like Instagram and Snapchat. If it's more my age, mom and pop, um, you know, then you might go Facebook, Twitter. Uh, it's, if it's more business, you might go LinkedIn. Like, there's not a right answer for that, Dean. Right. It just depends on the audience that you're trying to target. Now, me, for instance, I'm pretty much on every platform. But on every platform, I have a different strategy. So, you know, LinkedIn is going to be more of my speaking uh, stuff that I'm going to be putting out. LinkedIn is going to be more of my uh, thought leadership stuff. Twitter is going to be more of my educational stuff. So, I mean, the best I can tell you is sit back, think about what you're going to be creating. Think about um, the conversation you're going to have with the things that you're creating and who you're trying to have that conversation with. And that will determine if you should even be on some of these platforms yeah. or which platforms you're going to want to double down on. Right. And and you and I are no stranger to events. I think every other picture, in fact, I'm flying to LA for an event uh, to, for tonight. So, uh, so in doing this, we always tell people, look at the social, you know, network, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, whatever, as an event. Would, you know, does your audience live in that event? And is it worth your time to work that event? What's your take on that? Yeah, so I love the idea that you're tying it to an event. But what I also want to tell people is that at an event, if you walked into an event and all you did was broadcast, George B. Thomas is here. <laughs> hey, everybody, George B. Thomas is here. Buy my like, stuff. Nobody, yeah, nobody would want to talk to you. They'd be running right. the other way. And Thank so you. when you go to those events, it's about conversations. And yes. so when you get on these social platforms, it's not about broadcast. It's about conversation. It's about being human and trying to, again, you're going to hear words over and over again. It's about adding value to the conversation that somebody truly wants to have with you versus just spamming the crap out of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to quote you because I say the same thing, but I'm going to quote you and say, George even says this too. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, Leonard says, uh, how much, you know, and, and I think, you know, I mean, a lot of us know the answer to this, but I think this is sort of a loaded question. How much do others prefer watching a video or a podcast or reading an article? And, and if you were to pick one, where would you start? Yeah, definitely. And actually, that's a really good conversation. But to be honest with you, my answer is I would do all three. 
because people learn in different ways. However, like me, I'll give myself an example. I cannot write to save myself because the spelling and the grammar is not my jam. However, if you put a mic in front of me, whether it's on a stage, on a podcast, or on a video, I can rock it out all day. So what I would say is that you start with what is the easiest for you to create, and then you force yourself to create things in the other way as you go. For instance, when we first started, Um, Because I couldn't write that well, we started a podcast. The podcast is called The Hubcast. We've done now 164 episodes, and we added 25 to 30 minutes of value specific for HubSpot um, users for a very long time, which built the brand. I used to always hear, man, I love your podcast. I love your podcast. But then when we saw video coming, we moved into video. I started doing tutorials and I would go to events and I would hear people say, man, I love your videos. I watch all your videos. And so between that audio and video content, smashing it out the park, but I kept forcing myself to say, I got to write some textual content. I've got to have some blog articles that I can push some people back to. But that came last because I was attacking what was easy first. The bottom line is that you just do something. Don't be paralyzed by perfection. Simply hit publish. That's the the pro tip in that question that was asked. Can you repeat that again, please? Yeah, don't get paralyzed by perfection. Just hit the publish button. Seriously, do it. Are you going to write that blog or am I about you? Because that's awesome. I love oh, it. I think it's out there, but but you can. I don't care. Whatever. Just publish, damn it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. Make a move. Because like, right? here's the thing: if 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 you don't hit publish, it does. It's not on the internet. And yeah. and I know this is going to sound weird, but if it's not on the internet, it doesn't exist. And so if you're trying to build your brand, you can't build your brand sitting in your living room. You got to build your brand by publishing and creating and showing that thing, whether it be products, services, expertise, influence, you got to show that thing online, on your website, on social platforms, wherever. And, and don't, and don't wait for perfection. It will never arrive. No, no. And as soon as you think you found perfection, you walked in the room and we all ruined it. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, and you know, just as an example, so a lot of people are on with us here in the live podcast or stream where they're listening to us or, or, or taking this live right now and, and asking questions and interacting with us. And then we convert this to podcast and that's Jackson and his team who do an amazing job of getting it on all those platforms that I don't know some of that he's putting it out there for downloads, which I think is yep. great. And then we will blog about this, which is the writing part. So that that has been our formula. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It just happens to fit what we know how to do and what we're good at. Like you said, our talents are, I, I, am, a, I am a great storyteller. I'm a terrible writer. So, so even though... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I write how I speak, and so then my team will, you know, find all those typos and things that you were just talking yeah. about yeah. and make it sound good. So, uh, so what about you? Because I've seen blogs. You have blogs out there and things like that. So, oh, absolutely. So I force myself to write, but there is always a really smart individual <laughs> that is the gateway between my brain and the internet when it comes to the written word. Uh, so, for instance, now that we've merged with Impact. Uh, There is our great content manager, Ramona, who always looks at any content I put out that is written um, and and just makes me look and feel smarter than I really am when it comes to the textual-based content. 
Crazy, crazy. So just just real quick. So, you know, you're 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 a new company now, right? So impact. Yeah. What was the, you know, because that was a that was a crazy pivotal time when you did that. And I I I applaud you because you were just like, we're doing it, here it is, it's happening. And you took us yeah. through the journey online. We got to live with you day one, day two, day three. Uh, yeah. Just tell us a little bit about how you came about and, and just how you went through that, because that was awesome. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, so everybody understands kind of the story. There was a brand in the inbound space called The Sales Line, and that's the company that I worked for with Marcus Sheridan. I actually worked for him for a couple of years, and then he made me part owner. Um, and then like we were, we were the consulting agency, the educational agency of inbound marketing and HubSpot. We didn't really do the work for people. We taught people how to fish. On the other side, there was Impact, which was quickly becoming a premier inbound marketing agency. And so they had the agency services. They would build the landing pages, the call to actions. They would have people that would focus on the strategy for the business. And there was always these core values that we we aligned on our core values. We aligned on what we were trying to do. We were trying to make people successful and we wanted to be significant. And so um, there just started to be some conversations between Marcus Sheridan and Bob Ruffalo, Bob Ruffalo from Impact, the owner, Marcus Sheridan, the owner of the sales line. Uh, they brought me in on some of the conversations like this is what we're thinking about doing. This is why we're thinking about doing it. And the reason that they wanted to do it is because we wanted to create a place where we had the educational model the agency model and the events model all in one spot because we believe that we want to create an inbound event that is truly an inbound event in the way that it should be uh, done. And so we're starting to work on that. We've got the event that is Impact Live um, later this summer. We can probably put links in some type of show notes for how to get to that. Um, but now we can do the work. We can educate folks who want that educational model. It's in one space. And, and here's the thing, Dean. Remember, some of the words I said you'll hear over and over and over again is transparency, authenticity. I actually put out to my social platform, hey, we're about to go through this merger. Is this anything that anybody is interested in? And if if it would have been crickets, I wouldn't have said nothing. I just would have oh, went. Good. I would have went to Impact HQ. I would have done my thing. But we had people that were like, of course. And somebody even put in, duh. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> then I'm going to document this. Now notice, I didn't say I'm going to vlog it. I didn't say I'm going to make it creative. I didn't say I was going to spend a bunch of time on it. I'm going to document it. So the easiest way for me to do that was Facebook Live. So every night after I had a day at Impact HQ, I would do a Facebook Live to my community and say, you know, here's the things that happened this day. And I would just talk them through what it was like to go through a merger where you might think it was super explosive or corrosive and people were falling out and quitting and all this stuff. And I just let everybody in our community know, here's how we're aligning. Here's some speed bumps. Here's some things that are awesome. One of the things that I said on the Facebook Live that people like really attached to was that I was happy that I was no longer going to be the smartest guy in the room. Right. Because then I knew there was there was room for growth and being rooted in lifelong learning. You should always be looking for the path of growth. And so because the community wanted to know about it, I documented it. Uh, one of the Facebook lives got well over 600 views and it was just awesome. me. And I, I think that one might have been me and Zach uh, sitting in front of the my cell phone with a Facebook live, just spitting on what happened. That being day. authentic. 
Yeah. And just, and just yeah. to confirm, I was two of the views, just so we're clear. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always like to view twice if I like the content. So, um, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, so people were asking, uh, what's your uh, what's your website for the new company? Yeah. So if they want to learn more about Impact, it's Impact B and D. That's like Bobby Nancy Delta. Impact B and D dot com. Um, you can go over and check it out. There's bunch of pages, team pages. If if you've heard anything like learning about HubSpot or learning about inbound or learning about video, uh, and we talked about workshops, not that I'm going to try to sell you any of these workshops, but we can at least have a human conversation to if they're a right fit for you. The easiest way other than sending you into some sales and marketing funnel is just tell you that you can email me any given day G Thomas at impactbnd.com. It'll come right into my inbox. I'll send you a link and we can have a 15 to 30 minute conversation on if this is something that you should be involved in. And Jackson will actually send that out to the whole crew here. So that's awesome. Uh, real quick, uh, real quick as, um, man, it's, we always go fast on this and run out of time. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take, we'll take one of these questions that are, that are in here, but real quick, I have a question. So a lot of people yeah. get confused about, um, like, like we said, with social media platforms, we always, you know, you and I always say, well, go wherever your audience is and where you're most yep. comfortable with your audience. Um, in terms of video, you know, Facebook live versus Instagram live versus YouTube live now. And so uh, any, any thoughts on that, you know, like what yeah. you prefer or why you prefer one over the other? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love them all just but because that's I'm comfortable. So let me step out of like being me and step into somebody that's just starting with this. Um, I would say that YouTube is the first place that I'm going to start because I can actually focus on produced videos and I can start to get comfortable with being in front of the camera. And I have that editing process to kind of save me versus <laughs> just jumping in front of a Facebook live and saying, I'm going to go with this, right? Once you get your communication techniques down, then the next place I go is Facebook Live because Facebook has said that they're giving um, special treatment to live broadcasts. And so if you're sitting here and you're like, I'm already a good communicator, which, by the way, if you can talk to anybody in person and like that's a good communicator, uh, just get rid of your ums and ahs and things like that and kind of had a bulleted outline of what you're going to talk about. You could hop on and do a Facebook Live like today. Um, but I do Facebook lives and I like Facebook lives too, cause they push me, um, because I'm looking at the comments, I'm engaging the audience. They can ask me any questions. It helps me think off the top of my head. Um, and I'm answering those questions and, and just kind of dealing with it as far as the other live platforms, when you get into Instagram and, um, you know, Twitter now, totally up to you, but let me give you a tactic, especially for Twitter that will blow people's minds. If you're on Twitter, if your community is on Twitter and people are engaging with you, instead of replying and replying with text, reply and reply with video, thanking Melanie, Jack, Jimmy, Bobby for their comment and, and telling them what you think of what they said. People look at that like it's the second coming of Jesus on Twitter. It's amazing. <laughs> and so that is my pro tip for Twitter is just use video replies, which you can do over and over and over again till you get them right and then send it. So, again, that's kind of a little bit of a safety net. 
Okay, so, uh, and you know I'm a GIF-aholic. I love replying with GIFs. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any take on, on GIFs? Are they uh, are they uh, still in, or what's the thing? Somebody said emojis are out now, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't really play with emojis a lot, but I do love GIFs or GIFs, however you pronounce yeah, it, totally right. <laughs> up to you. I'll tell you where I use that um, more than on social is I use that in emails. Yeah. So Jiffy has a, a Gmail plugin. I'm sure it's for other things too, but I will add that into my email responses uh, to be honest with you. But on Twitter occasionally, uh, you know, if it's something where I can easily do like party or high five or something like that, then, then a GIF is like in there. But the only problem with that is that what if it was a video of me giving them a high five, right? All of a sudden like that, um, that's a little bit more impactful because they're like, holy crap, that's George B. Thomas. That's not Seinfeld. Right. right. Uh, but in a pinch, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, right on, right on, right on. So uh, questions that we can't get to in today's program. Uh, George, if you don't mind, what we'll do is we'll probably tweet these out with yeah. uh, with some response. And then if you don't mind, we'll tag you in some of these. And then if you want to jump in and, and give your expertise, I'm sure people would uh, uh, love to get that. So real quick, what's your craziest social media story? Craziest. Social media, yeah, craziest social media story uh, actually is on Snapchat, and it's not what you think. It's not what you think, people. Um, uh, Snapchat, I actually grew a really large audience over in Scotland in the UK area, uh, and so through a really weird, like strange turn of events, I started talking to Chris Marr, uh, who actually has um, CMA. Uh, over in Scotland. And uh, through Snapchat, we basically closed a speaking deal for me to come over and speak at CMA Live last year. And uh, so that was like, talk about closing a deal on a platform that is supposedly just a bunch of kids, you know, doing crazy things. Uh, that was pretty powerful to me. What's, um, besides HubSpot, what's your favorite tool to use out there everybody always loves to know what tools do people use what's your favorite oh tool? my gosh uh okay so man and i'm a tool guy like i, I know you are tools. i know you could rattle off 10 but what about your you know pick pick one yeah yeah so um oh my gosh that's difficult okay so uh <laughs> i love ecamm live because it allows you to make incredible facebook live um uh, videos like it gives you the extra tools to do special things like bring in a video, add in a second person, do screen overlays so you can do like lower thirds and stuff like that. Uh, there, that's one, but there's like a bazillion more. <laughs> like, like, if you're doing video editing, I like Camtasia. Yep. If you want to do meetings, I like Zoom. Um, if you go into a Google, uh, your Chrome browser, I like Colorzilla. I like Measure It. Like, <laughs> anyway, that's why that that's why that question was so hard. People, I know it like, was. I knew it would be because every time I need a tool, you know, there's like a handful of people I go to, and you're one of them. I'm like, what do you use for this? Or you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's like, yeah, super cool, super cool. Um, all right. So uh, real quick, if you were going to leave, you know, related to being our video Jedi, you know, just for a yeah. moment, if you were going to uh, have everybody leave everybody with like one next action, just just that you would go, OK, if you're just getting started with this video thing, you should. Yeah. So let me give you a human answer and then I'm going to give you a write up sales answer. All right. So the first answer I'll give you is just go and record something and publish it. It doesn't have to be edited. It can be on Facebook. It can be on Twitter. It can be on LinkedIn. Oh, by the way, 
LinkedIn video, holy crap, it's the jam right now. I'm just going to like the LinkedIn metrics that I got from a couple of posts that I've done lately. You, you should try that anyway. So record something, publish it, just do it. The only way that you get great is by creating 50 turds. And after the 51st turd, you become better. And the 52nd turd, you become better. And so just create. And if you don't post it, you don't post it, delete it, create again. But get through that process. My first video, if I show, and I have in workshops, my first tutorial I did, it's just, it's, it's really bad. Now, the salesy side of this is if you want to get started with video and you don't know where to start with gear, you don't know how to get your sales uh, or CEO level team to be good in front of the camera. As a marketer, you're sitting here and you don't know how to be good behind the camera with any of the production or scripts or storyboarding. Then I would say just get a workshop where we come out for one day or two yeah. days and we show you here's here's how you do it. Here's how you batch video. Here's how you edit video. Here's how you get them good on camera. Um, and and we just do that. And if you're curious about that, again, if you want to have that conversation, it's just G Thomas at impactbnd.com. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me for any of those. Yeah, right on, right on, right on. So, all right. So, everybody, you've heard about 20 cool things, tools. I want everyone to type in what they're committing to do. One thing that you're committing to do from this moment forward that you're going to implement immediately, put into action, okay? And so, uh, George, we're going to pick an engagement winner. So, what Jackson does is he goes through and he tallies up everybody that's been in here and who's playing with us and things like that. And then he picks a winner. Real quick, before we pick the winner, our next uh, episode is with John Ferrara. He is the founder and CEO of Nimble. Uh, do you know what Nimble is? I don't, but, but it's a it, tool, so I'm going to have to check it's, it it's out. A, it's a social CRM, and and John, you know, dating myself, as I go back to the Goldmine days, if anybody remembers Goldmine, he was oh the creator gosh. of Goldmine. So it's, it's definitely worth uh, checking out. If you're a beginner, you want some CRM, you're going to definitely want to be on that Valentine's Day episode. Um, so anyway, so that's cool. And he's agreed to do that uh, broadcasting from California. And real quick, you know, as you're typing in your one thing that we want you to do, uh, I'm going to put a polling question up. And if you want to grow your influence with us, uh, this questionnaire is going to pop up. Just We're going to give you 30 seconds. You know, we don't give you long. We love you to take action or don't take action. So as you look at these things, do you want your influencer development program? Do you want to engage in one of those with us where we create you into an influencer? So, George, we have like this influencer in a box. And in 90 days from start to finish, we take you to a next level of influencer from wherever you are. It's a pretty cool program. Nice. So, um, so we, uh, you know, do you want to sign up for one of the flash classes? Do you want monthly social media help or do you want part of our uh, PR SEO program? So I know a lot of people ask about these. And again, we're at 30 seconds. So uh, whoever is in is in. And Debbie, good to see you on with us. Okay, so real quick. So, George, as always, this has been a true delight to have you on. So, uh, follow us on social, Get Social Jack. And then, George, I want to pull your channel up here if they want to tweet with you. It's uh, George B. Thomas, right? Yeah. 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 It doesn't get much easier than that, folks. Uh, so, with that being said, we want to thank you from all of us here from South Carolina, 
to Chicago and beyond out to everybody else. Uh, we really appreciated having you on. As always, uh, George, we'll have you back again. Everybody are like, this guy's great. We love George. So, <laughs> well, the best thing you can do for George is to is to talk to him online, engage with yep. him, uh, shoot him an email, you know, and, and really, um, you know, we always like to share the love around here. So uh, please make sure you do that with George. And George, any parting words? Hey, just go out in the world, create something and be a happy, helpful human. Yes, be a happy, helpful human. Is that on your That's LinkedIn awesome. headline? I think you should have that on your headline. I think it might be there. Okay, good. <laughs> Go check. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, listen, from all of us here to all of you out there, wait, thank wait. you so much. Yes, We have our winner. Oh, my gosh. Who's the winner? Uh, the winner is George Miller. What? George now, Miller? This is amazing. This is amazing because I was not going to mention this, but... I have, this is like, I don't talk about this on any podcast, Dean and Jackson. I was actually born George Edward Miller. What? And yes. So George Miller, the fact that you won on this episode is amazing. Uh, and I was adopted and then my name got changed to George Benjamin, or as I say, Benjamin Thomas. So that's amazing. <laughs> Wow, we got another exclusive tidbit. That is freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, cool. we're gonna uh, Kate, we're gonna have to tease that up when we go out there, and we're gonna have to say you have to listen to the end because there is something revealed that has never been revealed. That is so freaking awesome. And then we'll let everybody know when this is out so you can download your favorite podcast. We're always on YouTube and all the other channels. So anyway, uh, George, thank you so much. And George Miller is like word up. He's uh, so excited. So. <laughs> It's awesome. Goes, I love it. Goes, that awesome weirdness. <laughs> all right. We have so much fun with all of you and we appreciate so much of you. So thank you again, everybody. And we'll see you on the next, uh, we'll see you on the next uh, webcast and George, we will see you online with the, everybody else. Let's go party online together on social media. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks. Thank you.